Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 275. Running a business, it's a lot like a circus juggling act. No one told you that becoming a business owner actually meant tens of hours spent tethered to your computer, becoming a masterful blog writer, a customer service representative, an accountant, a branding genius, and a social media expert. After teaching thousands of entrepreneurs how to run profitable, successful businesses, I've noticed one thing we all have in common. We all want happy clients, but maybe you're not exactly sure how to get them every single time. Don't worry, I've got you. This episode is your guide. I'm sharing my five secrets to getting happy clients in a business and how you can create a system to ensure client satisfaction. I want to help you avoid these sleepless nights thinking about your client base and the emails that might make your stomach totally drop. Listen, before we get into this, you have to realize that some clients, they're just not the right fit and that's okay. But with these secrets, I know you can make your dream customers feel worthy, valued, and love working with you. You ready? Let's dive on in. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, where we firmly believe that work doesn't have to feel like work. Self-made millionaire and marketing guru Jenna Kutcher will help you redefine what success looks like. It's time to hear from the experts, listen in on honest conversations, and learn the best tips and tricks that helped others pave their own way and craft their dream career. If you're ready to dig in, do the work, and tackle your biggest goals, you're in the right place. Here's your host, educator, photographer, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Did you know that I have created beautiful templates, resources, and presets that you can own? Shop Jenna Kutcher is filled with all kinds of tools to make running your business even easier. Head to shopjennacutcher.com and use the code GOLDDIGGER to save 20% off your first digital purchase. That's shopjennacutcher.com. Thinking about starting that new business? I know it's holding you back, having all the legal things like contracts in place. This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is brought to you by The Contract Shop. Head to jennacutcher.com slash contracts to check out my five favorite products and save yourself 20% off. That's jennacutcher.com slash contracts. The first step to happy clients, it actually starts with your brand. 
Now, I bet you didn't think I would start off with the first secret being about your brand, but the truth is most business owners think of their brand as the pretty elements, the logo, the colors, the fonts, all the visual pieces of a brand. And while all of that is super important, what's even more important is the way your brand makes people feel. Now, when I rebranded just a few years ago, my designer, Jen Olmsted, she actually flew to Wisconsin, which is where we were living at the time because she wanted to understand how I wanted people to feel. I could tell her all of the key words and phrases and the colors and the fonts that I liked, but what's truly a brand is creating something that makes people feel something. We discovered that the secret behind my brand is that it's high-end, but it's laid back. Like I greeted her at the door and our house is beautifully designed and we have really nice furniture and it's very thoughtful, but I greeted her at the door in yoga pants and a sweatshirt with a top knot. That's exactly how I want to make people feel. I want them to feel welcome, to enjoy the beautiful, the high end, but to feel comfortable and and available to show up authentically. Now, when you start to look at your website as your online storefront, you want to make sure it's not just pretty, but that it communicates and it starts the experience for your clients. A lot of times we haven't put as much thought into what our website is saying to potential clients because we're so focused on the images and the way that it looks. Now, when I went through that entire rebrand process, I had to think about how I wanted people to feel. When they landed on my page, what was that experience they were going to get? Would they be able to easily navigate things? Would they be able to find what they were looking for? I've realized over the years that a brand, yeah, sure, it includes the logo and the colors and the fonts, but true brands, brands that are amazing at what they do, brands that get results, brands that create happy clients, they make you feel something and they make you feel something the moment you encounter them. So your brand and your website, it should clearly communicate what you do and who you serve with your business. It should communicate who you are why you're different. It should just paint that picture. You don't even need to talk about your competitors, but it should be really obvious what makes you different. Who your dream clients are, that should be obvious. What sort of style they have, what sort of experience your client can expect should they choose you. Your brand should be making it super clear as to who it is that you want to serve and where you create your best work. If you're a photographer and you don't want to shoot families, don't have any family images on your website. If you love studio work, make sure your clients can both see and read about that. Too many businesses keep everything so vanilla, so generic that our clients, they get confused. It's like going to a restaurant with a menu that's 20 pages long and it's so overwhelming that you just end up getting chicken nuggets and you call it a day. Like you want to make sure it's very clear when someone lands on your site, who you are, who you serve and what you offer. When I think about branding, I think about landing on a page immediately and knowing, yes, this is for me or no, it's not. And when I think back to my earliest days as an entrepreneur, I did not do that. I did not attract or repel well at all. I was looking at everyone else's sites and I was saying, okay, this is kind of what it sounds like, or this is kind of how they have it laid out. I desired to blend in because I was so worried that if I stood out, someone would call me out. They'd say, you don't know what you're doing. You're not an expert in this. And when I think about brands that work, brands that create these happy clients, brands that give true experiences, 
you can land there and you're like, yep, this is mine or heck no, this was not created for me. And so I want to challenge you in this first step of really serving people well and getting these happy clients is make your brand so clear that when the right people land on it, when the right people find that space on the web, they're like, yep, I'm in, sign me up. I don't care how much this costs. When I rebranded, I was so specific in everything. I was so intentional. I thought about every word. I thought about every click. I literally did an exercise where I calculated how many clicks it would take someone to reach me, to get in touch with me, to start that experience off. I mean, when you think about curating that experience and and having this portfolio that is shown on your website, you want to make sure that what you choose, it doesn't just communicate your style, but it communicates exactly what someone can expect from you should they choose to work with you or purchase from you or hire you. Your website and brand, it shouldn't just be about you. It should be about the experience your clients can expect should they work with you. I think a lot of times when we create a brand, we paint ourselves as a hero. I think it's so easy to do that. And a lot of times it can get confusing because there's so much education out there about how you need to share your story and you need to communicate your why and all of that. And it, it's so important. It serves its purpose. But when you can create a true brand that paints your ideal client as a hero, that gives them this opportunity to imagine themselves inside of that experience, you are on your way to a happy, a very happy client. The next tip, set expectations. So now that we know that when a potential client lands on your website, your brand will attract the right ones. And if you do it right, it's going to repel the ones who might not be the best fit. Let's just say they decide to go through to your contact form. They shoot you an email with an inquiry. Once they reach out, the ball is now in your court. Don't think this is the start of the experience. The experience started the second they heard your name and they sought you out. But it is time to focus on setting expectations with your client. This is a super critical step in having the happiest of clients. So expectations, it sounds stuffy. It sounds scary, right? Like you're picturing like legal contracts or things like that. But it can quite literally keep everyone on the same page so that while you're working, while you're creating, while you're serving your clients, aren't trying to guess what's next or how the process is going to unfold. You can set expectations at numerous touch points with your client. Here are a few examples. Blog articles can help set expectations long before your client is seeking your services or hiring you or buying your product. They can cover your views and your way of doing things. These articles can both educate your potential client while giving them a feel for your style or what it would be like to choose you. So for example, when I was a wedding photographer, I created very specific blog posts that helped people imagine themselves or helped people see if they were the right fit. So I did things like, should you do a first look or not? And I shared what I believed was the right way or not the right way, but the way that I would recommend. I also shared things like how to create a seamless wedding day schedule or how to choose the right photographer for you or tips for great wedding day portraits. And these articles didn't just serve people regardless of if they chose to hire me. They helped to start set expectations. So I could just point people to these resources and they would know like, mm, 
Jenna recommends a first look. If that's not something I want, maybe she's not the right fit for me. Or Jenna recommends an unplugged wedding. I created an entire blog post about why I think it's amazing to have an unplugged wedding where your guests just are present and they put their phones down. Some people love that. Some people hate that. It's all about attracting and repelling. But your blog and the content that you create, it can help set expectations, which can lead people to being happy. You can do this with emails. Emails can set strong expectations with a client. Using well-thought-out templates can not just save you time from trying to recreate the wheel each time, but it can also ensure that every single client is getting the same branded experience, giving you consistency and a workflow to follow. So if client A is getting a series of emails and you're taking the time to write them thoughtfully, client B can also probably get something out of those. It, it can give them a better experience. I sell email templates inside of my shop, Shop Jenna Kutcher, because email templates take a lot of time to write and, and you can become a master at writing them. But it's more because emails can set expectations that can lead to happy clients. So creating some sort of workflow, sitting down to intentionally write these templates so that you know one month before the event, here's the email that's going out that's going to help set expectations. A week before the event, here's the email that's going out. The day after the event, here's the email that's going out. Emails can be a huge expectation setter and it can totally help lead your client through this seamless experience that turns them into a raving fan. Lastly, consultations. They are the perfect time to walk potential clients through the entire experience and the process from start to finish. Think about it. A lot of times the things that your clients are hiring you for, they're brand new to that client. They've never done that before. Using wedding photography as an example, because I know it so intimately, I mean, my clients a lot of times have never planned a wedding before. And so for me to step in as an expert and to guide them through the process, it can really help. So simply proposing the question, would you like for me to walk you through what a typical wedding day looks like or a typical portrait session looks like? That can help answer so many questions before they can even be asked and it can give you the floor to lay out what a standard experience looks like if they choose to work with you. This gives you a chance to set expectations. I did this at every single consult. So I would sit down and I'll share a little bit more about what a consult looked like. But when we got to the point where we started talking about my services, instead of just letting them lead the conversation, I took it upon myself to say, would you like for me to walk you through what an average wedding day looks like? And during this process, I was able to set expectations. I was able to say, here's what my clients usually do. So I usually show up at this point and, and this is how I show up and this is how I start working. And then this is the point when this happens. And, and it allowed them to start to visualize their own wedding day unfolding in the way that I recommended but it also allowed me to set expectations from the very beginning before they even signed a contract. Now, setting expectations through each step of the process, it is one of the biggest ways that you can have happy, satisfied, raving fan clients. Like whenever I see that someone has run into an issue with a client, a lot of times it's due to a lack of expectations. Somewhere along the way, you fail to set that expectation and therefore the client is feeling like they didn't get what they paid for or they were left with an unsatisfactory experience. I'm putting that on you. The responsibility is on you. It's not on your client. And so you want to make sure you can set expectations on timeline. 
payment options, delivery of product or service, how they're delivered, what the preferred way of communication is, how you plan to work together, what your role is in the experience, what you need from them, what they're responsible for as your clients. Expectations can be absolutely huge and critical in happy clients. Do your job to set them well. It's going to help you out in the long run, I promise. The next step, under promise, over deliver. In every turn, you want to aim to under promise and over deliver. For me as a photographer, this was so, so huge. Like if I can give any entrepreneur one piece of advice for having happy clients, it's this always under promise and over deliver. This is the pinnacle for happy clients who can't stop telling everyone about you. There are so many places in the client experience where you can do this. And trust me, take advantage of every single opportunity if you want your clients to be thrilled about working with you and sharing about you for years to come. I did this at every step. So I thought about things way in advance. I was like, okay, I'm going to tell them that it's going to take them a month to get their photos. And then I'm going to deliver them in two weeks. I'm going to tell them that they'll get their first preview three days after their event, but I'm going to send it to them the night of the event. And I'm going to tell them that they're going to get this slideshow, but it's just going to be private and they're not going to see it for a while, but I'm going to give it to them three days after. And I'm going to tell the bride's parents that I'll send them a portrait of the bride and groom. But guess what? I'm going to share a family portrait with them that they can post to Facebook. I thought of every place where I could under promise and over deliver. And I lived up to that. Not only did it give my clients a better experience, it also gave me wiggle room. Like if I genuinely was saying it's going to take a month and I knew I could turn it around in a week or two weeks and hey, maybe life got in the way and it took me three weeks, I'm still thrilling my client. So where can you under promise and over deliver? I'm glad you asked. You can do that with client gifts. Now, don't overthink this. It doesn't have to be grand or perfectly styled or or have your logo all over it. Even just a Starbucks gift card could remind your clients that you're thinking of them and could be something that they're not expecting. Now, the product or the service delivered, this is what's expected. If, If someone hired me as a photographer, they obviously expect photos, but the experience, that's something they're not expecting. And so you can blow them away with bonuses or extras that maybe they're not anticipating, whether you show up a little early or you stay a little late or you bring an assistant along, like whatever that looks like, you can give them an experience that only you can offer because anyone could hire someone with a camera. I learned that very early on. Anyone with a camera can deliver the same finished product, maybe not to the same quality that I can, but only I can give that experience in a way that I can offer it. Now, timeline, if there's a wait for delivery of your product or service, try to give yourself that cushion and pleasantly surprise people when you're early. That being said, if something does happen, I wouldn't be late. And I think a lot of times I see people fall behind on their timelines and all of a sudden their clients are waiting and and that anticipation is waning and they're starting to question their decision. Give yourself cushion time, but always aim to under promise and over deliver with timelines. And then lastly, here's an extra way that you can treat your clients. Give them something extra, whether it's extra time, extra services, extra products delivered. Everything can feel like a special bonus. And I think it's so interesting when you sit down and think about extras, they don't have to cost you anything, but it can really give that experience that leaves people so excited. Like enjoy, you have this ability 
to knock someone's socks off and to really take advantage of the fact that you can give someone an awesome experience, one that they won't stop talking about. I'm always careful on what I promise clients. Like I keep my thoughts at the forefront of my actions because I would rather impress them and over-deliver than fall short on the expectations that I'm setting or what I'm telling them. Never promise anything that you're worried about fulfilling because when you do that, it's generally where we end up falling short and none of us like doing that. That feels awful, doesn't it? So pay attention to this seemingly simple tip. Under promise, over deliver. Don't make promises that you cannot keep. This will yield incredibly happy clients and even more an incredibly happy you. It feels so good to under promise and over deliver. I can't express that enough. Recent estimates show that 30 to 50% of potential clients are closed by the service provider who responds to them first. That could be a lot of clients you're missing out on just because you don't have all your stuff together. One way you can respond faster is with a solid contract. In fact, that is precisely why the contract shop was founded. In less than 10 minutes, you can have a contract tailored to your specific industry, filled out and delivered to a client before anyone else even has a chance to open up their email. No more crossing your fingers and hoping everything goes right. To learn about my five must-have products and to get 20% off your purchase, head to jennacutcher.com slash contracts. That's jennacutcher.com slash contracts. No one ever told you that running a business meant you suddenly had to fill a million roles from being a masterful email template writer to a photo editor, a graphic designer to a social media strategist, not to mention actually working with paying clients. Yeah, nobody told me that either, which is why last year I decided to pull all the tools, templates, and strategies and put them into one place where you can get your hands on them. That's right, from pricing guides that you can customize to email templates, media kits to social media strategies, even editing presets, you can get all of the things that I've created for my own business and use it in yours. And you can save yourself 20% off your first digital purchase using the code GOLDDIGGER. Head to shopjennacutcher.com to make this entrepreneur life just a little bit easier. That is shopjennacutcher.com. And don't forget the code gold digger is going to save you 20% off your first digital purchase. My next tip is to make people feel special. This starts at the very beginning. People, they yearn to feel special. They yearn to feel seen and heard and understood. And that's something that you have the ability to do. I think sometimes we have to remind ourselves just how important our job is and how we can pass along that importance to our dear clients who are choosing to work with us. And I feel like I don't even have to dive deeper into this, but since I'm me and I'm always long-winded, let's just go there. It's important to let your clients know that you care about their experience. You care about their joy. You care about the finished results. You never want them to feel like you're just collecting a paycheck or another transaction. So let's walk through how we can do this. Ask them about themselves beyond the services they are hiring you for, beyond the product that they're purchasing. Just as you want them to share what makes you unique in your business, it's important to understand what makes them unique as humans. Not only does this give you a chance to connect on a more personal level, it also shows them that you care about them. Remember these things about them so that you can surprise them with a level of care given to them. I remember when I was a bride and I was reaching out to different photographers. I reached out to three different people. Some of them just said, hey, here are my prices. Yes, I'm available. 
And then the one that we ended up choosing, they had a really thoughtful response. It was like, tell me about you. Like, what do you like to do beyond plan a wedding? Tell me about what you envision for your wedding day. Tell me about the moment that you're picturing as a bride. Walk me through all of this. I felt like they actually cared. I remember just being so excited. I, I typed up paragraph after paragraph because I was like, they actually care. Like I am not just another client to them. And I took that experience and I emulated it for my own clients. The next step is just pay attention, pay attention. This sounds so simple, but we often forget to do it. Don't we? Like we get their long response because they're so excited. And then we just say, oh, great. Okay. Here's my prices. No, pay attention, pay attention to the fun nicknames. They call each other. Take the time to learn their family's names. Remember how or where they met. Pay attention to the way their family speaks about them or the stories that are told while you're present. These are examples that I did when I was a wedding photographer, but this can go through any type of business. Pay attention to the way your clients speak or the words that they use. All of these bits and pieces can help your clients to feel valued, appreciated, and can help you show them that you care. This will also help you if you're in the service industry, this will help you to be able to share their story. Yes, paying attention to all of the above can ensure that you can tell true, beautiful stories about your clients, whether that's blogging about them or sharing your images or, or getting a testimonial. Don't hop to social media and just talk about how they used your products or enjoyed your services. Tell me their story. Tell me why they matter. Tell me about them as human beings. Tell me why I should care about them. Not only will it make your audience more engaged with your work, it will show your clients and future clients that you value them and that you are paying attention to the things that make them unique. I shared this story before on the podcast, but let me just share it again because it really makes a difference. So I was about two or three years into wedding photography and I'd kind of just hit this lull. I was sharing a beautiful wedding portrait on a Sunday after shooting a wedding on a Saturday. And I just captioned it. I said, Adam and Andrea had a beautiful Wisconsin wedding day. Click to the blog to see more. And the next day I posted a photo of macaroni and cheese and guess which one got more likes and engagement macaroni and cheese. And I sat there and I was so angry at first. I was like, how am I supposed to make a living doing this? Like people care more about carbs and they care about the work that I'm doing. And I got angry for a little bit. And then I thought, no, there's got to be a different way. And so I kind of started to look back and I realized people don't know who Adam and Andrea are. And, and when I just use adjectives like beautiful and, and pretty, all I'm talking about is the way things look. And if I'm sharing this with a picture, people can already see that it's beautiful and pretty, but I'm not telling anyone why this matters or why they should care. So I did an experiment and a week later, I posted the exact same portrait. But this time I shared a story. I shared about how Andrea wore her grandmother's wedding dress. And I shared about the room when we were in there and the grandma was helping her get into that dress. And I talked about the moment when the church doors opened and Adam saw his bride for the first time. And I looked at Adam and I saw him take her in, but, but something caught my eye out of the corner of my eye. I glanced over at Andrea's grandma and I just saw these tears and I felt this nostalgia that she probably felt when she remembered the moment that she walked down the aisle in that same dress. And so in my caption, I didn't just talk about Adam and Andrea and their pretty Wisconsin wedding day. I shared that story. And not only did it help my followers understand why this mattered or feel like they were invited into this moment, 
but it showed Adam and Andrea that I cared. I cared more than just the way they looked. It also gave potential clients this glimpse of what it would look like to work with me. It said, I care about your moments. I care about your emotions. I don't just care about the pretty. I'm invested in this because I care about your story. And so I want for you to understand that when you can share people's story, when you can pay attention, when you can really elevate this experience to say, I'm not just in this for the way things look, or I'm not just in this to collect a paycheck. I'm in this for you and your experience. And I'm going to make sure that I underpromise and over deliver on that. Dang, you are going to have happy, happy clients. Now, the last one is follow through. Consistency is key. If you make a promise, deliver. Heck, if you heard my last tip, over deliver. I never missed a deadline because that meant something, not just to me, but to my clients. Maybe you don't have a really good follow-up process. Let me share this from a client perspective. So I have been shot by so many different photographers. Drew and I have done a lot of portrait sessions. We've done family photos. Now, a lot of times we have excellent lead up to the service, right? Like we know when the shoot's happening, where we should show up, what we should wear, all of the things. But suddenly after the experience has happened, after we've been photographed, we don't really know what's going to happen. This came so clear to me. I remember texting my sister after one of my shoots and I was like, oh my God, we just had the best shoot. And she's like, when are you going to see the photos? And I was like, you know what? I honestly don't know. And then all of a sudden you're left like questioning. You're like, did I miss something? Did I mess up? Should I have asked? And you start to feel guilt as a consumer. You're like, did I make a bad decision? Like, is this going to be a week or a month? And doubt starts to seep in. And so as a business, it's our job to follow up and follow through. I have trained tons of photographers where I'm like, here's what I do the night of the event. I send out an email with sneak peeks and then I say, here's what you can expect from me moving forward. You're going to see your blog post in X amount of days. You're going to get a slideshow in X amount of days. You'll get your finished gallery before this date. And I share that. And I think a lot of times we collect that paycheck, we perform our duties, and then we forget there's follow through that's needed. And so I want to make sure that as you're communicating that experience, you're making sure that you're letting people know what's next. What is the next step? Did you deliver your product? How are you making sure that they're enjoying it? How are you asking for feedback? How are you making yourself available if they have any questions? Now, at the end of the day, your transaction and client relationship can simply end when you deliver your product or services. But if you're smart, you won't let it end once you deliver. Keep growing your relationship with your clients by having a good follow-up process after you're done with that commitment. And whether you're sharing a blog feature or simply checking in on them to see how they're doing or celebrating a milestone or an anniversary, like all other aspects in your business, you want to focus on serving them, not constantly selling to them. When I was a photographer, after I delivered the images, I loved to check in with a client to make sure they were able to access their gallery, to download their photos, to even order prints if they were interested. And this shows that you're desiring feedback because let's be honest, crickets totally suck and that you're still interested in serving them even though the contracted services have been completed. This also gives you a chance to send gentle nudges towards other ways that you can work together in the future. It is your job to educate your clients into leaving them feeling happy and satisfied. 
Now, most clients are going to remember the end of the experience because it's likely the most recent communication with you. So you always want to leave a relationship happy and make sure your clients are highly satisfied. Your follow through can either make or break their total experience. So make sure to follow all the steps listed in this episode so that when the time comes, you can ask your clients for a review or a testimonial and they will gladly leave you a raving one that you can plaster all over your website and your social media. In the end, you want to make sure that your clients, one, got more than what they were expecting in terms of service and products, two, felt valued as human beings and respected as clients, Three, had a personal connection with you and thus felt connected to your business. And four, they're excited to go out into the world and to share your work and you. I always remember at the end of the day, you are so blessed that you get to serve people for a living, whether it's through products or services or even education. Treat every client as though they are your only client and have fun with it. You are being chosen by them. Cherish that, embrace it, give it your all. And if you do the things that I outlined in this episode and smile while you do them, you will have happy clients and you'll turn those clients into raving fans that simply cannot stop talking about how great you are. I hope that today's episode encourages you to serve people and serve them well. Know that it is such a gift to show up in the world with what you're amazing at, what you love, what you're passionate at. And until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals. And thanks for hanging out with me today. Thanks for listening to the Gold Digger podcast. Dive into the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more, the merrier. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time, you gold digger you.